0: Hi everybody, it's Q and welcome back to my tapes. So as always, I will start with an introduction. An introduction is usually what I start with so that you can hear what this is gonna be about before you watch it, you can decide if it's for you. Okay, let me start. In this episode, I will be talking about if there is a space for Black Gen Z people. And then I think I also wanna talk about Are there spaces for just Black Gen Z media? And how I I don't think TikTok is that space. So if you are interested in hearing the buffoonery that is about to ensue, (laughs) keep on watching. Let's begin. So before I even start this video, I kind of want to start with this. Um, I finally got over my fears. Um, and I'm editing the other six audio clips Um, so that would be six videos I have no clue when this is gonna come out Um, I don't know maybe my skill is gonna improve across the six videos maybe I'll even publish this one first but I guess I just wanted to say that I feel a little overwhelmed I feel anxious about posting videos because I feel as though I don't have the editing prowess to kind of create some of the things that I see in my head when I say these audio Um, I do also think it is overwhelming it's like I wish I could just talk and give my thoughts I wish I didn't have to find like visual components and try these things to make a video that people will find um yeah (laughs) so I almost want to say, if anybody has any tips, I mean, who knows, maybe I might work some, you know, movie magic on this. Throw some magic powder, hashtag cocaine, on this video. Um, And, you know, maybe you guys will really, really enjoy it. Um, Let me stop. Okay, let's start. Okay, as the title suggests, I want to start with a question and i kind of want you guys to really think about this i I need y'all to feel like you need to walk with me walk with me here okay so let's start this with a question and i want you guys to think about this as we progress through this story the question is this are there any actual spaces for are there okay okay no no no. asterisks are there actually any spaces for black gen z media are there like The answer right now I'm gonna say is no, but who knows by the time I reach the end of this video, I might have some, you know, elevated thoughts. Um, So yeah, I kind of want to start with this. I want to start with challenging what is actually here. And I want to start with YouTube. Let's start with YouTube, let's start with Instagram, let's start with TikTok, Twitter. Like, you know, I'm I'm probably not really gonna be talking about Twitter like that, but let's talk about those four. So YouTube, I, as you know, you know YouTube is longer form content. Um, I feel like it's inaccessible, and you know these details are important, like, and we're gonna get into why these things are important. Long form, I do feel like it's a little inaccessible. It's like you have to be a pro. Like I think I just mentioned this. Like I have some anxiety around editing these videos. Like I have the audios, I have the thoughts, I can ramble on. I can even cut out when I breathe and laugh too hard or pause too long. But then, when we start talking about certain types of editing, when we start talking about essentially certain types of art, I feel like editing is a skill. I think it's an art. I think it requires like a certain eye. I think it requires patience. It most definitely requires time. It requires resources. Got that Adobe, you know, Adobe in there, um, Monopoly. Essentially, it's, it's inaccessible. It's inaccessible. It's like the people that we see that rise, quote unquote, to the top are people who have the equipment. They're people that we like to look at. They're people that are pretty. They're people that have the aesthetics. They're people with the airbrushed face. These are the people with the right music and the right segues and the right endings and the right footnotes and remembering to put maybe timestamps, which I will be doing in this video. Well, one thing I will say, it is very exhausting. Some of the videos that I want to make are longer form, but I sincerely want to have timestamps because I think they're helpful for me. And I like them when I watch videos, so I will try to include things like that. You can find them in the description box. I usually try to post it because I watch videos on my phone, so I think it's better to click in the comment section, so I think it'll be there. Um, you know, Things like this all take time. It takes resources. It takes a lot, and I, and I think that's, a component of the inaccessibility obviously we could get into i don't know appearances and how you have to look so not even just the inaccessibility of like camera and software and how much time that takes oh yeah also time is access right we'll get to that in a second but let's get into people who obviously show their face so it's like you have to appear a certain type of way like the people that we see on YouTube that I feel like we are citing, that if you say, who are the people that I like to listen to? If you're not listening to whale music, whale sounds, you know, silent music, I would almost, and, and I wasn't even going to mention like gamers because like even that you need like a certain rig. Like you want people to start following you. You want people to maybe join your Twitch. Like there's a lot that goes into this. So I don't even think I can mention gaming as like one of those you know if you interact with YouTube for those sort of things like no it all takes work it all takes aesthetics it all takes a certain type of it factor um, which we don't need to talk about the it factor I feel like we pretty much know what that is people who are compelling people who you are interested by people who can sway your heart make your heart palpitate a bit more than you in your regular sedentary quarantine life no shade um (laughs) no shade it's me too it's me too i i too am also stressed um and obviously confined to my house so um yeah all of these things are the things that we look at when we're subscribing to people and so it's it's just not as simple as people deciding to join the platform it's just not it's just not like just look at who you subscribe to Who do you subscribe to and who are you regularly watching videos for from? And they usually fit certain criteria. Their setup, their makeup, their appearance, their production budget, their production quality, the editing, etc. So yeah, and and kind of in that inaccessibility, like why is it so important? So why am I spending so long really talking about how YouTube is so inaccessible and how long and how these, why am I talking about all these micro components when really YouTube is allegedly a place where anybody could just make any content they want and it be seen by a lot of people, possibly. More than you, more than your sister, more than your auntie, obviously. You know, no shade, no shade. Um, All love, all love. Um, But these things are really important when we kind of start thinking about YouTube as a platform and who ends up rising to the top, right? Um, this is public information, but like, you know, YouTube Insiders, you know, they have literally said, um, if you have, like, let's say you have like 10,000 subscribers, you are in the 90th percentile. I, I think it's like the 95th percentile. Anybody above, oh, sorry, 90th percentile. If you have anything above that, you are in like the 95th percentile. The amount of people that have 100,000 subscribers, the amount of people that have, you know, 50,000, 40,000, 30,000, 70,000, 100, like they are literally in the top like 5%. And then when we start talking about people that have 300,000, 400,000, 500,000, like these are like people in, I think probably the 1%. It is actually very rare for anybody's channel to get anywhere close to 10,000, not even to talk of 100. And so I definitely do think that there are some, I don't wanna say lies, like I'm not trying to be rude, I just feel like there are a lot of misconceptions to how YouTube is purports itself um, on how it's for quote unquote everybody, and it's not. Revisiting the question of how many who are the people you subscribe to? These are the far and few between and so in the far and few between and this inaccessibility factor and all these like micro things that kind of go into Getting to 5,000 getting to 10,000 getting to 100,000. I kind of low-key wanted to talk about therefore it is not realistic to come on YouTube and say oh, I'm gonna make this my full-time job if you're not working for a production company, and agency, if you're not working under somebody, I would almost say it's actually very rare. F- f- like if, if okay, if, if you say, oh, this is what I want to do full time, keep that in mind. I the actual stats like l- let's just talk about the stats let's talk about the numbers like on who can actually get there but then i want to get into time i want to get into like more privilege that doesn't have to do with your looks and doesn't have to do with production let's talk about time and how time is access and time is literally money so it's it's not just that let's say you want to make videos it's also that you need time to make videos you need time to edit If you can't pay for someone to edit your videos for you, which essentially would mean you are paying to do YouTube, if you don't have sponsorships and money lined up, you are essentially paying for what is essentially a hobby, a form of expression. And so that would essentially mean that if you don't have time to edit the videos, like you're not going to be able to grow an audience. Like When you see these videos of people saying, oh, how I grew, they were like, I was posting every day. I was posting like three times a week hundred fucking videos like boom 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 boom, boom, like just like boom like every single day every two days and that's just like not realistic does that make sense like this is not realistic which is why sometimes you see these channels that just blow up you know they i do think some of them are like industry plans they are back, like they do have sponsors they are back, probably by youtube they are being pushed you know they do have a certain look they make sure that they're choosing certain like models like you know what i mean people that like they look the part they sound the part maybe it's family family friendly and then they can kind of escalate their content they're paid to do it so obviously they have time they probably have maybe a team they have an editor they can push out shit and call it a day so when you see these people that are kind of just mysteriously in quotation marks, kind of just rising and rising, it's not necessarily be, it, it can be due to several things. But if you notice that they're posting every day, they're posting every, you know, and I talked about this in another one of my videos where I was like, look, the, it, I was talking, about, I was referencing Spill and how people were just, you know, people started adding up the dots and people who were content creators started asking, wait, 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 whoa, 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 I'm in college too. You said you were in college, I'm in college. And for me to edit this sort of video, it takes me like a week, it takes me four days. It takes me like, it takes me like 12 hours, like straight. And that's when they started to add the dots and put the pins. So yeah, YouTube. YouTube, long form, it's not as accessible as it looks. You can post what you want, like not not really, not really. Um, But that's a whole other topic for another. You can't really post what you you know want like that. It's ruled by algorithm. You know what I mean. You have to make what it is they say for you to make. It manipulates the art of what you're trying to make, but then also. You have to be consistent. You have to be consistently long and good almost every almost every single time. And that is inaccessible. So as you can imagine from the things that I've mentioned, being able to do all of the things that I've mentioned, doing being able to have the ability, the time and the resources to dedicate to something like this, I don't think that's accessible to a lot of Black people. I don't. I don't like as long as the algorithm is not pushing out content that is not bootleg then no then no right so let's move on IG um it's extremely polished you know I won't be you know YouTube I just want to spend a lot of time talking about that the other ones ex- with the exception of TikTok, I will be kind of flying through okay look IG, it's extremely polished, um, light skin, white leaning. They only really want to push up the best. It's pretty much the same thing with uh, YouTube. You know, they want to go for what do people like looking at? What do people receive? Also, oh yeah, something I didn't say about YouTube, but this goes for any medium, as I'm sure you can imagine. Like, white people, all these other races of people, they don't see themselves in black people. They expect us to see them, ourselves in them, but it, it does not work the other way around. Like, white girls, little white girls, I'm like, oh my god, I see myself. Like, no, no, no. No, no, no. So, yeah, it's extremely polished. They want people who people feel like they can look at. Um, Obviously, now Instagram has been really, really trying to change their algorithm. Um, I think the whole platform is fucked up, honestly. But they've been trying to do a hard switch on what platform or what profiles they promote because they just notice that people are not spending as much time like people just feel like dang like I can't have myself discovered I can't find my friends like I can't even find other people similar to me like I can't you know I can't not interested myself you know the not interested function on I I can't do that I can't press that button enough to find all the profiles or content that I want to see And so they've been trying to make it more personal-focused. They've been trying to make it so that people start posting on their stories more. Like, people start actually interacting with the people around them um, because of money, really. They just want people to spend more time on the the platform. They can't do that if people are like, fuck you. You're refusing to show people like me. So, yeah. Let's move on to... Well, okay, let me just mention Twitter real quick. Obviously, we know that there are black covens of black people black twitter and we all know like when it comes to start talking about black issues things that we feel like are human rights violations civil rights violations uh you name it you name it i won't even mention that you you name it they'll take you off right um they might block what you're doing that's why like i would say black people really try and stick around black spaces on twitter and on media um We've made, like, essentially code words. We've started to spell things differently so that we can express certain things because a lot of the moderation on these social media platforms, they're without context. They're without the cultural context. So, like, maybe a Black person saying the N-word has a a different, obviously, cultural context. Um, I don't know. I, I kind of want to get into, like, just these platforms and how they purposefully just target black people. Um, But that's another conversation for another day. Um, But yeah, Twitter, you know, works. People can tweet things, but there's room for a lot of misinformation and propaganda. Um, A lot of bots, a lot of, you know... uh, But it's a good way that I feel like black people have been able to get certain sort of information to each other. So let me really move on to TikTok. Okay, TikTok is where I kind of really also want to delve into. It's short form, the discovery, you know, it's short form, it's nice. Originally, people really liked it because the algorithm was different than YouTube. Not only is it short form, so you don't need to think about this really long content that you have to write out, sketch, all this crap. Like, it was easy to just conceive of something, think of something, and then spread it. And the spreading also, part. oh my gosh, I can't talk. The spreading also came from the algorithm, right? The idea is that this algorithm gave people the ability to just be discovered. If they were seen by, like maybe a hundred people, it was like, It would just keep getting spread, 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 spread. Obviously, as you know, TikTok started growing and all of that. As we know, TikTok is a China-backed. Um, it's a China-backed company and it's also like a Chinese-owned company at this moment in time. Like we started getting more and more information about how TikTok. You know people releasing statements and meeting shit about how they block dark skin they block like they suppress people who are fat they suppress people who have like acne you know what i mean people's who their faces are not symmetrical you know just like all the sorts of crazy shit but really what i want to get into with tiktok and despite its kind of quote unquote discover discoverability factor for other groups of people right Black creators are not. Black creators are not like recognized on that platform. They're not, and and I kind of want to say something about how I was in this like low key, you know, TikTok group on. it, It wasn't a Discord. I don't want to get into it, but there were people that had huge followings that literally said that they would steal their content from smaller creators. A lot of them were black and they're like, and they would be like, we, I don't credit because who cares about them? They're never going to get big. So you can just take their content and take it as your own. And there are people that literally do this. There are people that do this, right? So, um, (laughs) another conversation for another day. Um, but long story short, TikTok has not necessarily brought up the slew of like black creators I don't know if I use that word right slew um they have not actually they just haven't and and kind of something I want to say about this is like not only that but like a lot of black people's content just gets stolen it gets ripped off they don't get credited and honestly they're not really blowing up and I feel like we have to be we have to just call a spade to spade let me just get to the point a lot of black creators on tiktok are not actually blowing up They're not. And then there was also this other tea that I wanted to talk about how that creator fund that they got going on, allegedly, they say, (laughs) I'm so messy, they say that that creator fund that they had, that 300 mil, that, you know, people were just like, why are you giving all these really top, you know, celebs or like these top um, content creators that aren't even from like the platform, like David Dobrik, like, no shade but you know no shade i'm just like why are you giving them the creator front of all things when the people that have been making and pushing the popularity and the culture of this app are black people or okay even if you wanted to say not black people okay well it was not david dobrik of all people that were creating the culture of tiktok he's not like he's not we can we can be honest right but then if we be specific and we start, we go back to black people for a second, because obviously this 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 whole video, I would say is about black creatives, black media, is that I, you know, I was hearing some interesting things about how, you know, when black creatives on TikTok started mentioning, hey, we, what about us? Like who's getting admitted into this program? Who's getting into this creator program? And I think this was leaked. I'm going to have to find like where I, you know someone said this publicly but I was told this like privately um, how they separated an amount of money from the fund and essentially they made it such that all the black creatives that get admitted that's their quota like that's the cap so let's say for example out of the 300 million they've allocated a hundred thou for black creatives. so whatever black creatives they're letting in the program it's like all of you are sharing this hundred k. And because we need to make sure that we are under 100K, we are going to make it so that if you get into this program, we're going to change your views. You're not going to get that much views. <laughs> Which is why some some of these creatives started telling other black people, like, don't sign up for that program because I'm not getting as much as views anymore. I'm not getting a lot of views anymore. Just search it up. Search it up. Search it up. I'm not making this shit up. I'm not making this shit up. I think there was... um. There's this one black girl on TikTok. Uh, She's like African-American. She's like a foreign black African-American. Sarah, like Sarah Luger, I think. Um, I think that that's the name. Like it's like Shrek or so. It's it's like, I don't know how to like her username, but I'm pretty sure there were like some screenshots going around how she was like, my views have gone down. And I think she's in this creative room. I don't know, I don't know. I This isn't really about her. I was told this as it did not pertain to this you know, creator, but I'm just like, this is what I've heard, right? So, you know, maybe they will throw you some change, but you don't know that there's a caveat. They don't know, you don't know as a black creative that they're never gonna give you as much money as like a Tyler Oakley or like a David Dobrik. So they make sure that you are not going to get as much views so that they don't have to distribute distribute as much money. This is all alleged. So, you know, I, pff, don't take me, I, for all you know, this is this is all hypothetical, all alleged, you know. <clears throat> and I'll just leave it at that. The last question I kind of want to leave with, with this TikTok section, section is just, can you name more than 30, like, black American TikTokers that have actually made it and I'm, and I'm trying to be generous, like 30. I'm like, okay, 30. Even if you name 30, it's just 30 people. 30 people. We do know that you guys do know that, like, TikTok is being used by, like, I think they were saying, like, two thirds of the Gen Z American population right now. That's about, like, probably 140 mil, roughly. Like, that's a lot of fucking people. Can you name more than 30 black TikTokers that have made it? And they weren't... Okay, yes. Another criteria is they're not people that were famous on another platform. They're also not a celebrity. They're not, like, in traditional media. And they're not some sort of famous singer, you know, R&B artist, rap artist. Like, we yeah name 10 people can you name 10 people and i mean made it i mean made it i mean they are getting endorsements they're getting deals their socioeconomic status is changing can you i can't no no no. i'm I'm not even being rhetorical i'm like can you actually like go in the comment section and like what are 30 black titties i mean 30 is a lot like can you just need can you name five can you name 10, any 10, any 10, any of you name 10 black TikTokers that you're just like, they've grown, they have a large platform, they are getting deals, you know, their life has been elevated. Like they, they, their, are posting on TikTok has changed their life in the way that maybe a counterpart of like a white race or another person of, I, I don't like that word, personal, non-black, you know, person of color. I like that has gained. I want to see something. I want to see something. And so with that, I kind of want to get off of social media. Right. So, yeah, I wanted to challenge what is actually here, starting with the YouTube, the Twitters, the Instagram and the TikToks. And so pretty much the second phase of this video, I would like to go into media distributors. OK, we're not really going to be that. You know, I'm, I'm a little tired. I'm a little exhausted. Um, I don't even know what I've been talking about. This past 26 minutes, but I really just want to also touch on non-social media, like Disney, Netflix, you know, obviously, you know, Disney, they're, they're like a conglomerate. So I'm just saying Disney, but it's really, I think it's like Fox, Comcast, like, who, you know, the big four, the big four. And then like, obviously the streaming distributors, right? We're not really going to get into each, but I just really wanted to say about these distributors and streamers that they do have a few black people. It's not a lot. The people they do have, it's not really nuanced representation. Um, You know, I I don't know. It's not nuanced representation. And the totality of this non-nuanced representation, it's, it's literally not a lot of people. So despite all these movies, despite all these shows, it's like not only is the casting shit at times. Not only is the casting just shit and crap, but it's also the fact that they are just not it's not a lot of people it's not the projects the movies the scripts that they are picking up is just not a lot of people it's not a lot of black people it's not it's not it's not so I guess I really cut out the fluff because I'm not really getting into streaming I you know (laughs) Netflix um so where does this leave us you know what do we do um and I say this is I guess the part the third part of this video um, what do we do? Where does this really leave us? I kind of want to start with this. I don't have a clue. Wait, actually, no, no, no. I have a clue, but it's a secret. It's a secret, I can't tell you, it can't tell you. I don't know, I, I you know, I. it's a secret, I have a clue, but I, I don't really think it's a conclusive answer. But I kind of do have some questions that I would like to pose. I feel like an English teacher, oh my God. I do have a question that I would like to pose. Actually two, two questions. First thing i want to ask is this right would you use would you use a social media app that's just comprised of black people like would you use a social media app like let's say there was a tiktok but it's all the people are most of the people are black would you use it and then like i guess a sub sub question of that is like do you even feel like that's possible like do you feel like black people it, do you feel like a lot of black people it's like oh the ice is colder the white man's ice is colder so you know i want to continue using platforms that don't showcase me and other people like me and our art and they still from us i'm not even judging i'm just being like honest like i i just want us to be like frank like is it and and also i understand like also wanted to interact with other people you know what i mean but i think it's it's like do you want to interact with people at the expense of you you know and that's something that i'm asking in terms of if it was a social media app that was just y'all and they know that you they they you were the main focus you were a priority let's say that tiktok actually came out next month and instead of suppressing black people's content <laughs> They were like, no, we are going to make sure that all of y'all creatives are going to rival. Like, we will make sure that you are reaching the top of the platform like the D'Amelio, you know, girl, which which she's an industry player. Like, obviously, she's her dad and all that. You know, they're rich, affluent, you know, white people, Republicans, um, you know, and they made some deals. That's that's obviously how that that's it's not obviously um, that is, in fact, how she rose to the platform. And that is from an inside source. So, um, <laughs> the next question I want to pose is allegedly. Allegedly. Um, <laughs> so, the next thing I want to ask is, what do you think would happen if all the black people left TikTok? Like, wi- <laughs> I think that I think the app would honestly descend. You know, I don't. I think it would go away. Um, in America, at least in the United States, obviously, I'm talking, I'm honestly, this conversation is very America specific. I think that if all the black people, black Americans and African Americans left TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, I, I think that these platforms would take a huge hit. And obviously in terms of TikTok, I think that app would probably cease to exist. And the reason why is just because we made the culture on the app like we made the commentary we made the memes like we made the sounds the ideas like we made a majority of them the ones that were quote unquote adapted and innovated upon and i just feel like if if we all left i i think i don't think it would last Somebody was even asking, and like, outside of this conversation, I was reading this, and this is from some, another, you know, TikToker who had a large, who has a large problem. They were like, how long do you think TikTok is going to last? And they were like, I'm giving it next year. I'm giving it next year, early summer. I'm giving it early next summer. Before it kind of starts to fade away. You know, um, so yeah. This concludes all of my commentary. I've kind of gotten to the end of like my bullet points. I don't really like this format. I feel like I wasn't. I don't know. I'm wondering if my energy was here in this video. I like talking about this, but I wonder if this was too structured and I kind of. I don't know if my emotions are here, you know, in the way that I want it to be expressed. Um, a lot of self-critique in this video. <laughs> I should cut this out. Um, I I don't think I will. Okay, so thank you so much for listening. I kind of think about this a lot. Um, I've thought about black media a lot because I think it's just exhausting. I think it's exhausting. I I feel like for the past few years, I I don't know. I just feel like we haven't really gotten compelling art. We've just not really been seeing a lot of compelling art media and I think one it's because of this inaccessibility it's because of this suppression it's because of like you know a lot of black people are not gonna make it into these traditional forms of media they don't have access they don't have the agents they don't have this even if they get the agents they're mostly white they're racist like you know like it's just I don't I don't know I just feel like it's kind of fatigue of like I don't know what to watch I don't know what to, to listen to. I don't know what to read. I feel like some of this work, some of this art is just not, I don't want to say it's not good. I, and I'm Gen Z, I'm Gen Z. So I I want to make that clear. So I'm not, I'm not even speaking from this kind of, I'm not speaking from a a place of like, oh, you're not, oh, you're not, is so good in 1967. (laughs) Like, no, I just feel like, I feel like I've just not you know, I feel like I've only, there are just very few places in between where I feel like I've experienced some just really good art, like really good, just black art, black American art, African American art. Like, I don't know. And, and, and that's kind of a deeper investigation that I want to look into. Um, but I don't really know what there's to investigate. It's just... You know usually people who are making art they're you know if they do have talent some maybe they do get signed they're probably doing it for money so it's there's a lot of i don't want to say desperation but yeah there's a lot of desperation maybe bad deals that you might make and then it's your job so now that it's your job it's not something you're tied to a legal contract to make You're not really able to be in a mental state of mind to freely express yourself. I also think, okay, let's say for music, somebody said this, and I don't know how to feel, but the person said, we are going to get good music again when they start letting ugly people sing again. And I was like, whoa, very triggering. (laughs) Um, Wow. Interesting. Um, I mean, yeah, there is something to say about obviously who these industries consider quote unquote ugly or undesirable or not symmetrical. You know, I, you know, you mean, you know, the usual crap, like the usual colorism, the usual fat foodia, the usual, the, just the usual, the usual things, right? People are not, the people who are getting resources are not people that are talented. They're just industry plants. They're just industry backed or sponsored backed. It's payola, you know, so yeah. Um, what do you guys think is anybody getting like media fatigue it, it's weird it's like it's media fatigue because it's overconsumption of things that I feel like aren't even compelling but then there's also fatigue of like trying to look for good art trying to consume compelling things that really make you think ideas that are as I would like to call transcending reality you know and it's exhausting it's exhausting. There are just very few people that I feel like I've been able to really find and really like. Also, yeah, if you like some black YouTubers, black TikTokers, small or large, like, can you comment them below? I'd love to check them out. And also, maybe we can discover like other people. Um, I don't know that you really like that make you laugh, that make you cry, that make you angry. Uh, Actually, no, no, nobody who make you angry, please. I, uh, I don't, I don't want to be seeing any of that. Um, and kind of go from there. So this has been a great tape. I believe we are now on tape four, side A. Thank you so much for listening. Oh my God! Like, comment, subscribe. I guess. Um, let me know if you have any questions and what you want me to talk about next, and I will T T Y L. Bye.